Guys, you'll never believe it. I actually prayed and I asked God just to send me a good man. Let me guess. His name was Steven and a bottom and you had to send him back and ask for a top. You're not wrong. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live on gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream, and you can access that live stream at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday. And thank you for joining us. My name is Tom, and I'm your host. And as always, I'm in the studio with those that are looking for boyfriends, uh, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And the other one... Jay Bear, a.k.a. I'm already taken. Oh. Your boyfriend's boyfriend. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, well. And well, Taken you. is a loose term. It's a loose term. <laughs> yeah, it is. Taken is always loose, especially in the gay community. Welcome you all to the dish. our buttholes. And our buttholes. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, you know. Just a little Botox. Claiming it. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's a nipple tuck back there. It, it's a matter of going to see Dr. G. Uh, and getting your butthole but- Botox and ready for, for the summer. Rejuvenated. You know? Yeah. Right. You can do so many things now to your butthole to make it look, you know, appealing. Amazing. <laughs> Besides bleaching it. <laughs> I'm 35 up here, 25 back there. Um, no, last I checked, you said it was meat minced. Yeah, I know. But like if I went to Dr. G. Oh, oh of course. If you yeah. went to Dr. G, then, you know, it would be a 20 year old butthole. 100%. Yeah, I know. So he I think performs it's always miracles. Good. Of course he does. <laughs> I mean, have you seen his hands? Did, did you see him at the gym? So I follow Dr. Evan Goldstein on yes. Instagram and um, and on Facebook. And he's posting videos of him at the gym. Lord have mercy. He's tall. He's got to be tall. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is tall. You've I, never met I've him in person. I've never yeah. met him in person. You and Chris went down. Well, I've, I've met him a couple times. Right. I've never met him in person. Mm-hmm. I, I really have to make it down to the city one day and just say, hey, Dr. G, show up. Yeah, I'll never forget that time when Chris was in there and all I can hear is Dr. G go, have you ever put anything up here? <laughs> it was tight. It was tight. So, yeah. So we're back. We are back. Um, sorry, folks, on the Patreon side for the video, I'm having difficulties with my camera, which is why we don't have a video feed today. But as I let you know, today um, we posted that you can access the live stream, um, the audio live stream of the show today. So we're going back to our roots. Back to our roots. Uh-oh. So, um, we're recording, right? yes, we are recording. Just everything's, sure. everything's good. <laughs> And, I watched him press the button. Okay. Yeah. And since you're being a bitch, I'll start with you. <laughs> Hi, Ms. J. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. What's going on with you? Nothing much. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Backtrack. Last week. Last week. Went out for Cinco de Mayhole de Mayo. I stayed Sorry. home. Yeah. I tried to get you to come out. You didn't. I, it was a decent night. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. No. I, I, I had meatballs and pasta. Ah, nice. Mm. So he had a different Out set of count. balls in his mouth that day. Yeah, she was gun. Yeah. She was gun ho down for the count <laughs> on the couch. It swallowed me live. I woke up the very next day. Lucky you. Mm. Uh, look, it was fun. I you know, I hadn't hung out with some coworkers in a while, so it was nice to kind of catch up with people and 
ended up hanging out in New Haven the rest of the night. New Hey Hey. And new Hey Hey. Uh, met up with uh, Jaime and another friend of ours and just kind of, you know, hung out, drank, and chilled till the cows came home. And here we are. And we skip forward we a couple of days, yeah. skip forward a whole weekend and a couple of days, and Wednesday rolls up on you like a fucking bat out of hell. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, how it is. It's the truth. Remember when we used to do the show on Mondays? Yeah, so funny story. <laughs> funny story. Are you not doing the the um, board meetings on Mondays anymore? No, we are. They switched okay, to I was going to say, can now? we go? No, no but <laughs> they probably will. We haven't done the schedule for this year yet. So <sighs> anyway, um, no, I was thinking of doing the Monday summer days like you do. Right. Take Mondays off. Yeah. And so I was talking to my boss about it and I was, you know, setting it up in my PTO system. And then I'm like, wait, hold on, time out. We do the show on Wednesdays now. Oh. So I'm like, do we go back to Mondays in the summer? Well, I don't know. If 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 you are not um having board meetings on a monday we can go back to mondays we have total control of when we do our shows it's up to you but we would need to talk with mr jaybird over here good yeah he's good simon if you want to do mondays um, because you're taking off july august right yeah so end of june july august i'll be off on mondays into september so i'm gonna do the same thing oh look at i usually do fridays copycat it just makes sense it's like honestly the summer is our downtime at the theater. And why the hell do I have all this accrued time that I'm not using? And still, I'll have time for an actual vacation. Right, right. No, it makes sense. I mean, I've always, you know, I always decided to take Mondays off. And, and we started recording on Mondays because it just worked for everyone. Um who knows? Maybe we might get Chris back in the chair if we do it on Mondays because he can't come down on Wednesdays because he's working that night. Um, but the the only reason why I did it is because, you know, I work until one in the morning on Sunday night to then go to work at seven in the morning and then, you know, do the show until like, you know, seven thirty eight o'clock producing until like 11 and posting. It was a very long day. So I felt, hey, I'm going to take Mondays off because I just think it would allow me to just get much be much more productive not only that it's also a long weekend i know that's what i'm thinking yeah so i mean yeah i mean if you're if you're up for it and everyone's okay you know we can go back to mondays for the summer and then return back to wednesdays in the fall yeah me i i do friday i leave uh early every friday june july august that's that's been my routine which is not a bad thing. Yeah, Which I mean, even thing. if I do like half days or something, I don't know, yeah. I'll figure it I, out. I always leave like two hours early, so it works out that I only use like three vacation days. Mm-hmm. So, right. And then throw my lunch in between there, so I leave almost two and a half hours early, and I'm good to go. Right, we have a Monday <laughs> holiday coming up in two weeks, Memori- yeah. uh, Memorial Day. Yep. Um, are you working on Memorial Day? No, but... Oh, by the way, happy Mother's Day in Mexico, and to our Mexican mothers. Today? Today. Oh, nice. Well, happy Mother's Day to all the Mexican mothers out there in the world. Um, And then Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday. Um, Any plans for the mamas? Just hanging out. Most likely you'll be at home and just have family pop up and and visit with mom. Um, Nice. Nice. I'm not going to do any running around. It gets a little too crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're 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 still in the works on on deciding. Oh, that's why. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got it. Okay. This weekend, what you asked me. Yes. Yeah, it all makes sense now. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, that's that's like super random, but okay, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Mother's Day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I sent flowers to my mom. I I can't be down there, so. No, well, well, that's understandable. But at least you're thoughtful when you think of her, and you'll have an opportunity to like call her and chat with her and show her all of your nephews and nieces. And no, because I'll be here. Oh yeah, nephews yes. and nieces. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant exactly. Um, but yeah, Mother's Day is coming up, so um, you know. It is Wednesday. We won't probably be back on air until the following Wednesday. So to all you amazing mothers out there who support your LGBTQ plus kids, we love you. We see you. We hear you. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for supporting your young, beautiful, talented, extraordinary, young, gay kids. Love them. Support them. So happy Mother's Day to you. And... um yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful day. To our beloved Mama Kim, who are who is our official, our unofficial but official, you know, correspondent and mother. I mean, she's mother extraordinaire. I gotta love that woman. Mother of gays. Mother, mother of, of gays. <laughs> you know, Daenerys the is of gay talk. Right. Talk. She's she's like Daenerys's mother of dragons. Mama Kim is the <laughs> mother of gays. gays. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I knew Tommy will catch on real quick when I made yeah. that reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. I think we should get our plaque and be like, Mother of Gays <clears throat> with her all her little babies yeah. and stuff and send it but to a her. Gay talk logo. That'll be nice. Yeah. I mean, or we can just get a plaque up here. Up here. <laughs> like, put it up in the studio. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. But, but I want to send her something. Oh my God. We're, we like, send her our love every week. We're, yeah, we're ruining the surprise. Yeah, guys. we'll, we'll, no, work, on we'll work on something. I can't guarantee you that it'll get to my mother's day, but you know, well, I will think of something, something fun and something that you can, you know, look at and, and laugh every time you, you think of us. So, because we often love, we often think of you and love, you know, the fact that you are so devoted and so amazing to us as host of the show and to the show and to your children and to all the gay kids around the world. So it's awesome. So um, aside from that, anybody else doing anything else? No, I'm building a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Oh boy. Yeah. She's just over it. I'm so over this wall. So I decided that I wanted to extend my patio another uh, eight, to nine feet by 16 and you got to build a retaining wall to hold in all the shit that you got to throw in there to get you know those pavers leveled and stuff and um never again no never again i'm not even done building the wall and i'm so over it Mm -hmm. you just started super over it I mean, you've gone kind of far since what yeah. Saturday? Yeah, Friday. No, yeah. I saw you Sunday, Saturday. Yeah, I think Saturday. Friday was uh, when it, when I started. I think it was. And then I brought uh, Raleigh over on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you were exhausted Friday. I get it. Now. Oh my oh, god, she was death. <laughs> yeah. She was death. Yeah. Death became me in every sense of the word. I, I literally came over, and Edwin was here with his friend, and he was working with Edwin on it, and. All of a sudden, I look at my phone. I'm like, oh, it's like almost eight o'clock. Uh, do you want me to go to the store and get some food? Are you hungry? <laughs> and I luckily, I had brought over some ground beef and ground pork to make burgers. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and so we went but, to the store. We had so we had an unofficial grill day. Yeah. It was fun. It was. It was a very fun impromptu. And then you got to die early because we left pretty early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I died. Oh, she died. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> She died multiple deaths, got wrapped up in, in, in fabric. My 
insides taken out and preserved, and mm-hmm. then I came back in the afterlife. So you know what I did? What this did weekend? you do? Thinking of the couch and my couch, which is the same couch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an they, amazing. Couch. They have a sale coming up from Memorial Day, so Pat has a like a recliner, I guess, um, in our living room, and I. <laughs> I got a 20% off coupon. <laughs> I just put it on the couch be- on his chair because like that cat has destroyed my fucking couch. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So like, that he can subtle replace. Hint. Right, subtle there hint. you go. I'm not going to ask you to pay the full month of July, but this is a subtle hint that you got to pay for this. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Your cat destroyed my couch, so you Dude. should replace the portions. And that's the beauty. So if you don't know what we're talking about, I'll give you a little synopsis. So there's this company called Sac- Sactionals. They make bean bags. They make um, sofas that are modular. And you can, oh, oh, no, she must die. Yeah, She must die. She just showed me the picture. She must die. Um... I'm, I'm not advocating for killing kitties. I'm just saying. Yeah, I love animals, but if that were my cat, she'd probably be living somewhere else. Um, but the, the company's called Sactionals, and they make these modular, you know, pieces that you put together in any configuration that you want. And so, if something gets damaged, you can just replace that one piece. So, but you know, that's why I'm like twenty percent off. Yeah, but one back is like. Two hundred and eighty dollars, and then you got to no, pay. We just need the the, the cover. cover. Um, well, depending how's the inside look, have you taken the yeah, cover yeah, off? Yeah, the inside's fine. But... So, yeah, no, yeah. Die. I was like, oh. there's nothing you could use to keep the cat off. So we got the cat a scratching post, and then like this, like, mm, like cat. You know how they have those things where they jump up, and yeah. and that has you know scratching things all on it, right? She likes the couch. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's the one thing you don't want her to be on is the one thing she's going to like. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's that's how it is, though. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. What, a, what, a, what, a, what do they what do they call pickle, that? What is it? Pickle people that use to pickles to scare the cats away? And foil. <laughs> and foil? <Pickles>. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but what do they call that Newton's Law? Yeah. Uh, right? is, oh, is Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. It's go. like... <laughs> no, law. no, that was just the apple falling yeah. off the goddamn fucking tree. Um, no, but uh, Murphy's Law is like, you know, you don't want the cat on the couch. That's exactly where the cat yeah. is going to want to be 100% of the time. Yeah. So it's just, so anyway, yeah. that's what we're talking about. I got into the whole sectional thing very early on. I just paid off my entire sectionals, by the way, like two months ago. Mine's paid off. So that's fabulous. Yeah. And I love it. And Mine's paid off and ruined. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> but wait, they come out with some new stuff. So now you can buy a whole sound system that you can actually attach to the couch. Oh, you're going to get it. Subwoofers. So you're sitting and your fucking butthole is vibrating. Like you can probably come by just watching a movie. It's like sitting on the um, dryer. Right, or like a subwoofer. In the 1950s. 1950s. (laughs) Sitting at home as, you know, a stay-at-home wife with your Long Island. Speaking of which, (laughs) did you ever watch the uh, Howard Stern movie? No. Um, I think I did. I just don't remember much of it. There's a part in the movie that's kind of like when he started DJing on his own and he started coming into more and more people were following him. There's a part in the movie where I guess there's a housewife that calls him because she's in love with his voice and yada 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 and 
she's telling him she wants to ride him or whatever. And she goes, do you have a subwoofer in your house? She goes, yeah. He goes, all right, lay it down on the floor. <laughs> and and face, with the speaker facing up and turn the bass all the way up. And he starts going, <laughs> in this, into the mic. And you hear the lady like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So it's reverberating uh, right in between her oh legs. Oh, my God. Gotta love and Howard Stern. Yeah, I was like, yo. So <laughs> I don't know if you I know this. I see Tommy like this in the living room with the speaker in the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got the glory hole <laughs> except that it's not Howard Stern who I would want to actually like you know just into a microphone too like, there are a few people that- there's a few yeah like um, your neighbor oh god I hate when she just does that. <laughs> no I'm thinking okay if I'm gonna on have the left side. on the left if, if, I, if I'm gonna have someone like brr, into a speaker, it's got to be someone that that that's got some pipes. Like I would probably say Adele. Like no, no, oh, not she, Adele. I mean, she's, got pipes. she's got pipes. She's got no. I'm thinking maybe a, like a Josh Groban. Like give me a high note and let me sit on that and ride it all the way to home. I think that would be because I mean he's got a powerful voice. Okay, uh, Pavarotti. You can think of you know like um, who's the other one? Uh, the blind guy. Sorry. What about? Oh, I'm going to stop myself. Or maybe Nelly, he can come up and be like, it's getting hot in here. And I'll be like, yes, it is, motherfucker. What about... <laughs> okay. You should do Cisco. It wasn't me. Uh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the thong song, because that's got really good bass. Yeah. Ooh, uh, that girl is scandalous. No, no, let me yeah, stop. That, this this um, conversation. Yeah, no. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun with sofas and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, um, shall we throw... An indictment party today. Let's just I, jump I, right I, in. Yeah. Let's talk I about. Even talk about my fucking weekend. Oh, uh, I thought. Oh, I. You thought were we, like my fucking wall, my fucking wall. Mother's Day, mama. Oh well. Okay. Well, off to you. I didn't uh, really do anything, Princess. <laughs> we know what you did. You came over here and had hamburgers. Design. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Much it. yeah. <laughs> so are you done? Uh, I'm gonna throw you an indictment party. He, we're gonna he, indict you. And he prayed for a man and got the wrong one. Uh, well, yeah, I he mean, did. His name was Steve, and he was the bottom. Yep, As send him back. Usual. He's defective. Where did he go? What? Where did, yeah. where did you send him? Yesterday, yeah. I went to um, I, I went to uh, Steve's deli. Oh, did you now? I did because I had a meeting up in North Haven, and uh, <clears throat> I ordered lunch, and then I grabbed a drink, and his mom walked in, so I sat down. I was talking to her and and whatnot, and then finally, I, I you know I walked up to Steve and I was like, all right, I got to go back to work, and I gave him a hug and a kiss, and he's like, oh, you're not paying? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you. And his mom was like, Fuck. <laughs> gotta love her, uh, gotta love her. Every time I post, because you know I I post specials for his website every morning, and I sort of kind of you know make sure his website is running. And every time I post a special, it doesn't matter what time it is. It could be five in the morning. It could be seven in the morning. It could be eight in the morning. She's the first one to like it. Like, yeah. like clockwork. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you ever sleep? Because sometimes I post them like at four in Girl, the morning. She's got a lot going on. Lord have mercy. But I love her. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, indictment party. Indictment party. Indictment party. So... Um, there's been a lot of indictments. There's been a lot of things that are happening, um, uh, in where you are now starting to see, um, people, yes, 
Let me pause you for a second. Okay, we're going to pause again. Right, so we got five minutes until 6.30, and you're about to dive into two very long stories. Yeah, it's, it's, we, we've only been recording for 19 minutes. We've got another 10 minutes before we go into break. Ugh, fine, fuck it. Because we started late because of you. You went upstairs and took a call. Because of me? Bitch, you weren't ready. <laughs> you weren't ready. Okay, so what do you want to do for the next 10 minutes? Indict. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> indict so her. So um, you know, so there's been a lot of a uh, lot of activity um from <laughs> from the <laughs> Justice Department, both at the state level and federal level. As we know, two weeks ago, um the infamous indictment of the former president Donald Dump, um, which you know found himself being indicted on numerous charges um for you know just being dumb. I mean, it is what it is. But the seriousness of that case in itself, uh, you know, with the with the illegal illegal payments to a, a porn star using what is perceived to be financial, excuse me, um, hush money, hush money that was paid for by campaign money is basically what what they're alleging. Um, sort of kind of brought everything full circle. That's okay. It's just him making edits to the notes. And uh, sh- you touched something, and it you said notes were edited. I've been, people have been coming at me at work, <laughs> <laughs> both in and out of the office. So indict and us. Now you're going to come at me. Indict us. This is my safe space. Indict us. I'm going to get you the shirt that says "Come in, me, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Don't Bullshit. come at me. Come in, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I should wear that to work. <laughs> it depends though literally, it really depends literally like it's it's funny because like everybody at work they're like angela who is my coworker, is like this rock star i love her that's why i hired her and she does such an amazing job but people don't go to me anymore for shit the and I'm the yeah, I'm the director. They don't go to me for shit because they know she'll take care of it. Right. And I'm always generally out of the office, like fundraising or like doing things to like raise money. Mm-hmm. Having and lunch, so, like, Steve's. Yeah, we get it. The, well, that was after a thirty five thousand dollar meeting. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. Well. Um, and I deserve that fucking sandwich. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> but well, that was a hungry bottom. <laughs> oh. No, but like the other day, more like hungry hippos. Like, but that's okay. The other day, it hit an extreme where the account manager literally copied all the directors and Angela, and not me. And I was like, "Okay, Ooh. pause. What the fuck?" And she's like, "Well, you wouldn't know the answer anyway." I'm like, "How do you know that? You didn't copy me on the goddamn email." <laughs> and then today, after that thirty-five thousand dollar win yesterday, Angela was like, "I'm taking credit for that." I was like, "No, you fucking ain't." <laughs> The one thing I do, I'm the goddamn closer here, okay? <laughs> like, uh, all right. I'm getting sensitive about it. All right, Kira Sedwick, Sedwick, or I don't know, whatever her name is. She married her own, like, second, third cousin, Kevin Bacon. Kira Sedwick, is that her name? Don't know her. I know who, who you're talking She's about. She's in the show, The Closer. That, that's not correct, but it's close. They're cousins. Her and her husband, Kevin Bacon, are cousins. They found out in that Roots show. They were doing Roots, the the, show, like, you know, when they look at your your history. No, like with something Harvey Gates, whatever. 
Um, it's on PBS. They literally find found out they were cousins because they did the show. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. It's true. But anyway, you were saying. So <laughs> no, I mean, like that's just people have is. been coming at you, not coming in you. Yeah, that's tough. And so, like all day long today, I was just like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm sensitive. not needed. You're sensitive. I'm not needed. She's sensitive. sensitive. She's sensitive. But that's okay. But darling. we love you, Nick. Yeah, we do love you. We do love you. Mm. I just needed somebody to pick on today, so it's you. Why? I just need a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> like I just need a break. Literally, like come on. You need a break in a shot, a uh, couple of shots. By the way, I did, I made the edit. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Like I didn't do shit in the notes, and I get blamed. Uh, I cannot. I saw you moving your fingers. That's because I still work when I'm on the show. Yeah, your your cap sock is on. No, now it is. Stop no, touching it. I know. I'm just hitting buttons. <laughs> um, Anywho, back to indictments. Well, no. At this point, you know we, <laughs> we're going to kill six minutes with with your with your craziness because right. now I can't do indictments in six minutes. <laughs> Well, we can introduce it and then move on. We can introduce the indictments can, against you. I can, I can also tell you more stories about my coworkers ignoring me and going to Angela. Well, I mean, I can totally see why, though. I mean, so here's the thing. If you, as a director, encourage your people to take ownership of processes and encourage them to own their their um how would i say power at work and make decisions and do a great job that's a good reflection on you the fact that she I'm went out as good as my team but when my team starts to belittle me but that's well not copying you on an email no, but it's all it's, it's all not fun it's no all of fun. course but not copying you on emails not belittling you it's just she may be at a point in time in her career Look, the Where, account manager has a report card for me, and I get stickers when I do something good. Okay? Are you serious? Yeah. You get stickers? Yeah. The, yeah, the rainbow I unicorn wish, stickers. Uh, oh, okay. Well, the rainbow <laughs> unicorn stickers. Okay, so that's different. Okay, explain to me. So okay. I was having a bit of a <laughs> dilemma right there. Stickers? I was going to say that, but like, you come at me at work with stickers and we're fighting. And we're fighting. You give yeah. me a $25 gift card. You give me a $50 gift card. Give me a, a <laughs> 25,000 points so I can buy me a MacBook Pro on, on our company sponsored, you know, program store. Like, I don't know. Don't come at me with stickers. You give me a little star and you're going to see stars. Yeah. Because that is some kindergarten, like fourth, fifth grade shit. So we don't do that. What happened was. So how did you get rainbow unicorn stickers? So what happened Mm -hmm. was. Did you mention to somebody that you love rainbow unicorns? Maybe. Okay. But what happened (laughs) was my coworker works from home on Fridays. So when she's not in the office, uh, it started with our accounts manager, who I love to death, and she is literally life. She knows how much money I bring in. She's so supportive of me. But when it comes to logistics, because Angela really does handle all of the booking of the gifts and all of the tracking of the money and all of that stuff and the budgeting stuff, um, uh, she goes to Angela. And so I saw her walking down the hallway. And Angela wasn't working on the Friday, and she saw Angela wasn't there, and she just stopped and turned around and went back to her office. And I said, 
Excuse me. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> Do you uh, need something from my department? And she's like, where's Angela? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And so I went wow. to her office and I helped her out with what she was looking for because I know what's going on. And she was like, oh, my God. Thank you. She's like, feeling some kind of way. You're welcome. And then you got a sticker. And no, and then I got a report card. So that was my first, like, I helped accounts payable. And I was like, yes. And then I was like, oh, this has become a thing. And so then it it turned into stickers, mm-hmm. um, which are unicorn stickers. And every Friday I seem to get one or two because Angela's not in the office. And oh. she doesn't have anybody else to come to but me. So, yeah. That's kind of poor Angela. I'm sorry, Angela. I'm looking at cameras that are not currently working, (laughs) but I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a good reflection on you, though. The fact that people can count on your teammates, people who work with you Mm -hmm. and for you, because I mean, you you are the director. Well, you know, I said to her, you know, because I had worked with her previously at another another uh, organization. And when I hired her, I said to her, I was like, look, I feel like you were underutilized and undervalued. Um, and to be fair, I want you to like grow and like take ownership. And she's done such a great job to the extent at which she's now not only are people like going to her for, you know, our department, but for other things, just because she's got that mind, you know what I mean? She's just brilliant at, you know, structure, organization, and planning, which that's not my thing. Like I'm all about, I like, I'm great at concepts for like Mm -hmm. our appeals. I'm great at like putting together the narrative. Um, but she's like, you know, let's get it done. Yeah. Let's bring it home. She's my foundation. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, just like the light that just like keeps spinning. And being like, hey, give me money for nothing. Give me money for nothing. Give me money for nothing. And they do. Well, well, speaking of ownership, um, so last week, (laughs) okay, (laughs) we um, we found out that your organization, a lot of organizations, a lot of nonprofits were participating in something called the the Big Give, the Great Give, the Great Give, right? And you mentioned a little bit, you talked about, you dropped a, a link or whatever, and you yeah. said, go give. Um, but we didn't talk about the fact that you were on a radio show last week. Oh, yeah. I want to revisit that a little bit, if we maybe for two minutes. Um, but I was like, speaking about... You could probably share my interview on the... Speaking of killing it and taking ownership and, and owning it and really coming into your own... You did one hell of a job on that interview, yeah, by the I way. Yeah, I fucked up one thing. You did fuck up one thing. Well, well we can point that out and, and laugh about it, but you killed it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Was, and I Especially oh, the, do you do not want me to sing. Yeah, exactly. That's important. <laughs> so my, I think one of my favorite moments when I was doing the interview, I was like, yeah, donate. Help me make my job less hard. Or whatever I said, something like that. Right. 
No, but I just I just thought you were very confident. You were very, you know, snappy and quick and witty with your responses and things like that. Well, I mean, I've been doing this shit for how many years now? And so what I was going to say, I can't help but wonder where those skills were developed. At. <laughs> hey, let's be honest. I've always been like flawless, but oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not true. Not true. That but, is not what all the hate mail that we get oh, we all did. the time. Sorry about the Britney thing and the Mariah thing. And- oh, the Mariah thing was me. And for whatever reason, you got thrown know. under the bus for that Sounds one. Sounds about right. Um, no, but it, yeah, it was it was an interesting experience because um, the... Uh, First of all, who did you interview with? I interviewed, <laughs> I interviewed with the New Haven Independent. They have a radio show slash podcast. Okay. Um, and they do pretty much like a all day tele all day radio show about all the nonprofits in um, New Haven and different people come on the show and talk about their nonprofit. Um, and uh, everybody gets a 15 minute slot. I ended up having like a 20 something minute. Yeah. Cause you know, she's a time hog. Yeah, this one. Yeah. No, just it, no different on the show. I mean, yeah. uh, well, she what, what it. is it that she always says? Um, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. One more yeah. thing. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, one more I wouldn't thing. expect yeah. anything less from you. And I have another question for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was good. I think I think um everybody at the organization was nervous because uh I was actually filling in for Anthony. Okay. And no one that works there has done an interview and filled in for him with the exception of somebody who is no longer there, thank God. Um and what? No, no, but anyway, I don't you were saying fire me, whatever. Um, <laughs> fire me. <laughs> like no, but like this person did an interview and it was, it was, she, they were unprepared and it did not go well. And so they haven't had anybody interview. So in, they have that, that, that previous experience baggage. and yeah. sour taste. So right. now the minute somebody else wants to step in, they're like, oh, well, I didn't want to step in. Yeah. I, Anthony was like, by the way. <clears throat> and so I was like, fine. And I did it. But our communications advertising person was like, Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. You did a good job. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's only been doing this for seven and a half years. She goes, you, you didn't say um like once. Uh, when you know, you, you, we, I think we you talked were. a little yeah, bit yeah. about this, but my thing is this, honey, you have a face for radio. Wait, did I say um? No. Oh. I didn't hear you say um once. I did, however, so... I said 100% a lot. Yeah, you yes. did. You did. That you did. And then we then they started talking about some of the shows that you had come on and which ones were your favorites, and you mentioned six. Oh, this is... Like, six literally... Six the musical. I, I got... I nailed everything. Like, everything. I knew what I was talking about. And then the one show that I've talked about probably the most since I start, started at the Schubert... She screwed it up. So she was like, oh, yeah, you know, and Six is one of my favorite shows. You know, it talks about, you know, the story of Louis the the Eighth. No, I said Richard. Richard the Eighth. That's what it was. (laughs) And his six wives. And we were like, "Uh, it's Henry. Literally, the advertising communications person was standing next to me. He was like. (laughs) And I I was like, like, there's a video. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, because I clearly I'm like having a hard time. Like, what was the name? And he's like. Henry, honey, Henry. And I'm like, Richard. And I just like 
I did it with confidence, though. But he did. So he did it in a way that he didn't even correct himself. He was like, yeah, you know, it's a story about, you know, Richard VIII and his six wives. And, you know, they, they're they owning their stuff. He just completely bypassed the fact that he said Richard instead of Henry. And then he just played it off and moved right into what the show is about, which is incredible. Because I think, you know, I, I had the opportunity to actually watch the tech show that was being teched. Yeah. And it was brilliant. I mean, oh. it was amazing. The music is awesome. And it's really telling an old story in such a new and organic and such hip and current way. And it's really giving the ladies who are telling these story an opportunity to sort of kind of do a history rewrite, yeah. right? You know what I liked most about that interview was the fact that, you know, obviously, you know, in fundraising, I have to go on a lot of meetings, a lot of lunches, and... Um, Anthony is my, for lack of a better term, better half at work. So I bring him for most of our meetings and he has a very specific way of talking about the future of the theater. Right. Um, some of which I have helped him craft, but I think what was great was me being able to actually, uh, talk so publicly about his vision and his future in my own words. Right. And... Not to mention that he actually took an opportunity because obviously you weren't going to let this up. He literally squeezed in there. Yeah. And as an openly gay man, right? Because that couldn't like not like been included part of the interview. I thought that, but that was, was brilliant. A, but that was also like a perfect moment. I was not planning to go there. But you did. But it was a perfect moment when you talk about theater, when you talk about something you're passionate about, right. connect it back to yourself and why why it it's so, you know, <gasps> deeply rooted within you. And and I think that it, not that I like theater because I'm a gay man, but seeing a story of a gay couple on stage for the first time was such a powerful moment for me. And we've talked about this show on the, no, of course. Uh, on the show before. Um, and somehow that came up. I think it... We were talking about like how I got into theater, and even the guy that was interviewing me was just like, you know, thank you for sharing that. Like that, that's what theater is about. It's about community. It's about being in community together. It's about learning, you know, learning about you know people's prejudices and 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 like moving past them because you see into a world that normally you don't see. Right. You know, I, I heard someone say that you know. Being in a theater is, is very communal, right? You need to have community. You need to have people that that um, enjoy the same things that you do. It's not like going to a movie, right? Sometimes people go to a movie, and you arrive at the movie theater, and the movie... Oh, you're taking my line, bitch. It's empty, right? Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there, okay, yeah, I, and I can... You get excited! It's if the theater empty. is empty, you're excited! Right, because you're going to watch a movie, you don't have to worry about people... Shut up. You know, I'm trying to watch a movie and you're over here being stupid in a theater that in in a theater where productions are actually put on display. They're they're played live. live, It is a completely different experience. Like you don't want to show up to a theater for a play and have the house be empty. No, it's you need the body. You need the people. You need the community. You need to be able to to do that together. It's about experiencing stories in community. And I think it's wonderful. It's brilliant. So, um, but yeah, congratulations, girl. I think you did fabulous. So thank you. I derailed the conversation once again. Yeah, you're welcome. So anyway, uh, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we have indictments.
All right, we are back from the break. Thank you so much for allowing us to uh, do what we needed to do. Either way, we are back, and uh, it is indictment party time. Your favorite time. Is it officially indictment party time? Yeah, I'm not going to even talk. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we actually... we, we were having conversations about some some possible ideas and things like that, and we didn't realize that our musical break was only like 12 minutes long, and so we went over that, but here we are. we're back. Anyway, um, so <laughs> indictment time. It is indictment party time. So we know that, that Donald Dump got indicted a couple of weeks ago for you know hush money payments made to a porn star, and um, you know <laughs> the Justice Department is just the... The gift that keeps on giving, right? At least New York State. New York State is just really killing it right now. And so the former, hashtag not my president, um, was found liable. So there was a civil suit that was filed. um, And it was filed um, by a woman called E. Jean Carroll. She filed this lawsuit against, the civil lawsuit against the former president um because um you know she made some uh claims that he had raped her and that um you know he defamed her and sort of kind of trashed her character by claiming that all the things that she was saying weren't true and going on truth social and all of these other you know um, social media platforms and basically trying to degrade this woman so this actually happened in the 90s and so as you know the statute of limitations for someone to either file criminal charges or or you know file anything had passed but um governor um hochul is that her name in the state of new york Mm. kathy hochul i think it is yeah um anyway the governor uh, fought really hard with um activist groups who were trying to get um New York State to allow for, even if it was a small window, to allow people to bring civil suits against people who had, you know, either sexually assaulted them because of the fact that the statute of limitations for criminal indictments had passed, right? We're talking about something that happened 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the the activists and all of these groups that were fighting for that were successful, they were able to convince the New York State um, and the governor who signed the bill into law that would allow a one-year window for victims of sexual violence or sexual assault or rape or whatever the case may, may be to bring civil litigation against individuals who had wronged them regardless of how long it happened. Watch out, Jay. You're in trouble now. She and- goes to New York a lot. <laughs> so so it was successful she signed the bill into law this allowed eg uh eugene carroll to actually file the civil lawsuit against um donald dump and after all was said and done three hours of deliberation um with a federal uh, with a federal jury of six men and three women um he was actually Come on, this mouse thing really is getting on my nerves. Anyway, he was he, found. He was found liable. Liable. For was, five million. He was five million dollars. For, for defamation, but they didn't they so didn't, they didn't um 
that did not find him liable for the alleged rape. Though. Right. So, yeah. so well, the jury I mean, in New York found kind of like a half win the way I see it. Because well, that, not really, not really. Because should've. think about it. Out of all of the things that she was fighting for, just one of the many were found. He was found not liable for yeah. right, and that was officially that that rape charge. Um, but in a sense, you know, it, it was pretty impactful and pretty crazy. The fact that, um, you know, something like this, who, which if it wasn't for that particular law that was passed in New York, it would have never happened. Well, here's my thing. It's like, how do you pick that jury? Yeah. Well, because New York state, let's be honest, like it's very blue. It's very and blue. Everybody right. fucking hates trump in new york right right and it was unanimous not that i'm saying like it was unanimous but it was said that one of the jurors like what what would happen if they were like tom ortiz you're called for jury duty and it's donald trump you'd be like oh i'm gonna be like i you know i voted for him and (laughs) i'm on vacation Are you kidding me? You wouldn't even try to get on the jury? Oh God, no, not for that man. I would get. I wouldn't give that. I mean, I would have to be forced at this point. But but my thing is 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 this: there were um there there were reports that one of the jurors was a right wing nut job that you know on his social media posted several questionable things, and when you think about. Out of all the charges, it being unanimous, even this person, this individual who was reported to be a, a right-wing nut job, voted to grant this woman this win, even if it wasn't on the rape charge. Right. So I actually have a copy of the actual um, settlement. Of course you do. Of course I did. Of course. And I wanted to read this. It was um, obviously um, E. Jean Carroll, plaintiff against Donald J. Dump, defendant, the verdict. So the question said, uh, did Miss Carroll prove by a preponderance of evidence that Mr. Donald Trump raped Miss Carroll and all of the jury people selected? No. Obviously, that was count one. Count two, Mr. Trump sexually abused Miss Carroll? Question mark. Answer, yes. Number three, uh, Mr. Trump forcibly touched Miss Carroll? Blank. No answer. Number four, Miss Carroll was injured as a result of Mr. Trump's conduct? Yes. And then there's a number. If yes, insert a dollar amount that would fairly and adequately compensate her for the injury of those uh for for the uh injury of those injuries. Two million dollars. That was one. Next, uh Mr. Trump's conduct was willfully and Is that a PDF? Yes. Can I adjust it to put my name? I wish, right? Uh, Mr. Trump's conduct was willfully and wantonly negligent, reckless, or done with a conscious disregard of the rights of Miss Carroll, or was so reckless as to amount to such disregard? The answer, yes. Compensation, $20,000 for that. In the um, charge of defamation, defamation, did Miss Carroll prove by a preponderance of evidence that Mr. Trump's statement was defamatory? The answer, yes. Did Miss Carroll prove by 
clear and convincing evidence that Mr. Trump's statements were false? The answer was yes. Uh, question eight. Mr. Trump made a statement with actual malice. Did he? Yes. The answer was yes. Did Ms. Uh, Carroll prove by uh, preponderance of evidence that um, Ms. Carroll was injured as a result of Mr. Trump's publication of the October 12th, 2022 statement? The answer, yes. If yes, insert a dollar amount of any damages or other than um, other than the reputation repair program amount, $1 million. I'll take it. Okay. If yes, insert the dollar amount for any damages for reputation repair program only. Amount, $1.7 million. In making the statement, Mr. Trump acted maliciously, out of hatred, ill will, spite, or want, wanton, wanton, or reckless or willful disregard of the of the rights of another? The answer, yes. If yes, how much should Mr. Trump pay Ms. Carroll in punitive damages? An additional $280,000. So in total, $5 million. That is what Dump has to pay this woman now for okay. all that he did to her over now, the course. will he actually pay it? Well, obviously they're going to appeal because yeah. you know that's usually the that's usually his way and that's usually the process. Whether that that lands on being the final number, we don't know. They can reject the appeal, though. Oh, of course they yeah, can they reject can, the but appeal. The thing is, can they force him to pay? Yes, they. I mean, it's legally bounding. Yeah, it, they have binding. To. If they, yeah, if he doesn't people, pay, he's going to jail. People have been. People have been. You know, he would have to flee the country if he doesn't pay. Right. If 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 literally a judge said, judge said you have to pay this, he would have to flee the country or go to jail. Right. And the thing is, so it, it was made. It, it was. But said then again, he is very rich, to the jury, so to this federal jury of, of his peers. To not disclose who they were, not do public appearances for fear of that they could be um, harmed, that they could be attacked as a result of what they found this man to be liable for in this um, in this document. And, you know, here's here's what I take away from this, from from this trial, from everything that happened. Did he get nailed for for raping her? No. But. Is he held accountable? He literally got dinged for sexually abusing someone. You are a sexual abuser. That is what this is saying. But does that does that carry any penalty if he chooses to run again? Well, it doesn't because remember the statute of limitations passed in regards to being able to be charged um, criminally, but from a civil perspective, right? Yeah. Um, well, this it's a, speaks it's a win for her. Yeah, it's a win for her. It's a win for her, and it's a win for a lot of women everywhere that you know may think that, for example, you know they don't have any other avenue other than just to accept their reality and move on and deal with it, right? This woman proved, in a sense, that the Me Too movement and all of these other things that are happening simultaneously to bring awareness to the fact that this happens, right? Everything started in 2017 with Harvey uh, Har- Harvey Weinstein. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, um, there was accountability there for, for what he had done to countless actors and actresses. Um, 
And then you start thinking to yourself, does speaking up do really anything, do anything, right? Does making making your case heard do anything? Because in reality, if the statute of limitations have passed for you to be able to file criminal charges against someone for doing something so heinous to you, um, does it mean anything? Do you get anywhere with it? And what this proved, even though they couldn't get him on the charge of rape, it proves that he indeed violated this woman in some way. Well, Seriously also, you know, enough. It, 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 it's beyond that. It doesn't just prove that he violated this woman. It proves that he can't just say whatever the fuck he wants. He can't just do whatever the fuck he wants. He, whether or not, you know, he was your president, he was a president, whether or not you're a president, you will be held accountable. Right. And, and, and that's that that is the most important thing. And the fact that, like, you know, this woman stood up and and, and like and spoke and spoke and, and went through with this lawsuit that it's amazing. But it, it goes be it's beyond just her case. It's it's, a, it's setting a precedent that like a president is not above the law, is not above the law, which we all know is true. We have seen historically, uh, you know, presidents be pardoned. We have seen people resign and then again be pardoned. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it it happens. You know, they serve their country in a way, and they feel as though you know that's due to them. But in this case, Donald Trump didn't serve our country in any positive way. I'm sorry. He didn't. Right. And he is being finally held accountable for the bullshit that comes out of his mouth and the bullshit that his little hands have caused. Right. And his little peeping. And orange skin. You know, I just think I just think that this is a win for women everywhere. The fact that, you know, this woman stood courageous in her truth and 30 years later found some gleaming sense of justice even if it, if it was if 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 it was just financial right um this is huge this is just a, a huge win for women everywhere and for you know all of those activists that are pushing to allow women to have the opportunity to continue to fight their oppressors to fight the patriarchy and to push forward with with holding people whether it's financially accountable for for the wrongs that they have committed against them. And I think that for me that's that's what I take out uh, of this. You know, it's yeah, shit, 5 million dollars is amazing. Will she ever see the total 5 million? Who knows. But nonetheless, that's a win. Yeah. It's a win for women everywhere. So, and 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 it makes me really happy because they're just truly holding someone who's just abhorrent and horrible accountable. And I can't wait for Georgia. I can't wait for, you know, the federal, the potential federal indictments on you know the Mar-a-Lago case files and all of this other shit that's going to happen. Like Fonnie Willis, hurry the fuck up! Just like, can you just indict this motherfucker already? Like seriously, it's time. It's like. Bury him. Done. Mm-hmm. Get it out. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Bye dump. Um, but anyway, our indictment party's not over. 
Guess who just got Hold indicted on. today? Before you start that, I've uh-huh. got, I got. I want to play something. Oh, you do? Oh, I do. Shit. I do. If it is it his voice, please. At the State of the Union by Utah Senator oh. and Silver Fox Mitt Romney. And apparently, Georgie didn't appreciate it. Meanwhile, Santos is firing back at Senator Mitt Romney after they clash at the State of the Union. Romney said Santos should be embarrassed and should have sat in the back and stayed quiet. It's not the first time in history that I've been told to shut up and go to the back of the room, especially by people who come from a privileged background. And I think it's reprehensible that the senator would say such a thing to me in the demeaning way he said it wasn't very Mormon of him. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> You're saying that wasn't very Mormon. Mitt Romney is so Mormon that whatever he does is the Mormon thing to do. He is the king of the Mormons. All Mormons are mad at you right now. And as a Jewish person, I'm going to take, le- take a leap of faith and speak on behalf of all Jews and say, we're mad at you too. <laughs> Even the Dalai Lama is like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> says it's not the first time he's been told to go to the back of the room it sounded like he was about to say african americans like me were told to go to the back of the years, but we said no at the same time though george santos is an absolute bitch and i love it is, was that chelsea yes. oh my god so I, fu- I woke up this morning at i couldn't sleep and i woke up really and i just got into a chelsea hole and that came up and i was like how perfect Oh, my God. Let me tell you. So as we continue with our indictment party, uh, George Santos, which uh, who is a gay Republican um, lawmaker, um, representative, state representative for the state of New York, for Long Island. He's one of the districts in Long Island. New York. New York. Yes. Yes. he was in, he was literally indicted today on 13 counts of criminal charges one of which was for theft of public funds the other was for uh two counts for lying to the house of representatives three counts of money laundering and seven counts of wire fraud and so out of all of those those seven counts of wire fraud are probably the most serious ones cuz those are the easiest to prove yeah. follow the money follow the fucking money but anyway We've been saying, we've been talking about him on the show. We've been talking about how, you know, hideous this person is. Um, he lies continuously over and over again about everything and, every, and everything he does. There have been co- countless videos of him out there, um, you know, talking about, you know, I didn't do this. He actually pleaded non- not guilty to all 13 counts. Um, he was released on a $500,000 bond. His passport was taken away. Um, oh, this makes me all so happy. All of it. Um, and but you know what? You know, you know what kills me the most is that he's still allowed to sit in Congress. Yeah. Why is the House Speaker not? Asking, refusing to ask him to resign. They need his vote. So, you know, the 218 is the majority. And without 218, he can't pass bills that would make it seem like he's being productive. Would he lose his seat if that became a Democratic seat? Well, he would lose a a representative that couldn't vote, right? So would he then still be the House Speaker? He would still be the House Speaker because at the time of election, he had the majority of the votes. Well, I mean, we all know how long that took. 
yeah, a, a thousand tries. But what happens is that if Santos is removed from Congress, even while he's still, because, you know, you are presumed innocent until proven guilty in this oh, country. Oh, honey. Um, Fine. True. But. Um, if he if he's no longer in Congress, that means that the current Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, would only have 217 votes. And he needs 218 for a majority to be able to push anything that he would have or want to do in the House. I, I and think- so they're keeping him on. Just so that they can say, hey, we're doing business, but the Senate won't pass it and the president won't sign it uh, because they have the votes. Dude, this man said he was Jewish and he's not. He's a fucking liar. Literally, one of my favorite things about this article is his attorney said that his client (laughs) intends to run for re-election and has asked the court for permission to travel freely, though he lost his passport. Right. He wants to travel freely because the motherfucker wants to flee. She is guilty. And let me tell you. So I could say, okay, one count, public theft. I can say, or or theft of public funds. Uh, Two counts of lying to the House. When has a state representative, or excuse me, or or, um, a a U.S. representative or politician had, like, not lied? It's a white lie. It's a a white lie. How are they going to get him on those? The seven counts of wire fraud, that is serious because and, and trackable and trackable and easy to prove. So even if he gets adjudicated for let's oh my god, I said a big word. Two, like three, four, five, five counts, right? Out of the five counts, let's say, yeah, no, six counts. So three counts of money laundering, another one for two for lying to the house, and one for theft of public funds. Even if he gets adjudicated on those six counts, the other seven. Wire transfer, like wire fraud, mm-hmm. that is trackable. Yeah. You can't evade that. They, it, if they brought those charges like, against you, they have the evidence. He's fucked. For anybody in his area mm-hmm. or state, yeah, he's stealing your money. But here's the thing: all of the and other he's Republicans it and putting in offshore accounts, uh-huh. so she can go be a big ass gay queen. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Dress and drag and do all that Which, big stuff. Which, I mean, you can be a big gay queen no matter what you want right. to do because we support that 100%. But for George Santos, mm. so, you stealing people's money, bitch. So he's accused of actually telling political consultants to push false information about an unnamed company claiming that it was a independent expenditure committee or a social welfare organization. Some of the accusations include, um, let's see here, between September and October of 2022, he devised and executed a scheme to defraud supporters of of his candidacy for the House um, to obtain money from them by fraudulently in, uh, inducing supporters to contribute funds to an unnamed company under false pretenses that, um, that he that the money would be used to support his candidacy um, and then actually spending thousands of dollars on a solicited of solicited funds on personal expenses, including luxury designer clothes and credit card payments. So let me stop you right there. Uh-huh. If somebody comes to you and asks you to give money to a corporation or a nonprofit that you know nothing about and they say they're going to use it, for their candidacy and or whatever they say they're going to use it for, but you don't know what it is, the smart thing. Jay, what would you do? 
Do your do your homework and don't give them shit. Don't give them the money. No, no diggity. Do don't your give them shit. If you're unsure, it's just like anything right. else. If you're unsure, do your damn homework. Look it up. Find out where it's a. It's a Basically, he he scammed people out of their fucking money. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same shit. The same thing that happens with, unfortunately, with a lot of elderly people. They get scammed mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. morons pushing this bullshit. One hundred percent. And this is what happens. And right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them scamming that's, old people. That's and like honestly, all those stories we heard about with yeah. I forget. I forget the company and I forget the guy's name that literally had all these rich people in his pocket and he schemed them out of all this fucking money. Oh, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. Yeah. And literally invest it here. This is like the best investment and it's going to do yeah. all this and you lo- you lose everything. It's a Ponzi scheme. Unless it's me, don't give money. Um, yeah, you got to give money <laughs> to legitimate people. So, you know, but the interesting thing is that this is not the first time that he ran so he ran in 2020 as well before he ran in 2022 and actually won. And during the 2020 uh, run, uh, he is charged with failing to disclose uh, his salary from an investment firm. Santos also alleg- allegedly fabricated financial statements during the second election in September of 2022. So that's the two counts that he's getting for lying to to the House. Right. Because. When you become a politician, you have to um, sign and fill out um, a a disclosure form that discloses all of your money, all of your involvements, things that you are involved with and how you make your, you know, how you raise your money. If you lie on that, that's a federal charge. Like you're disclosing incorrect information on a federal form. Also, like. All of these people have to get like, like I remember there was a person in my life who was marrying somebody in the military and she went through like a serious background check. Like how the fuck are these people not like vetted deeply enough to realize all this shit is going on? Oh, um, this potential congressman has like four offshore accounts. This seems a little weird. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Mm, they they so. just don't look into it. They're just I trying mean, to fill the seats so they can have the votes. So they're willing to overlook. I mean, in the words, in the words of the amazing Bette Midler, uh, I I see a future for George Santos. Bars, <laughs> lots of them. No, but my my thing is this. Um, you and, know. It sucks that we have to like, you know, you can be gay and you can be a Republican. Fine. We get it. This has nothing to do with the fact no. that he's gay. No, I mean, but like, I hate the fact that we have to sit on this fucking show <laughs> and talk about a gay guy in fucking Congress doing stupid shit like this right. and representing our community like a fucking asshole because all we want is more representation at that level and he's a fucking asshole and he's ruining it 100 percent. and they're still leaving him in like, congress and then we have people like eric russell who is like amazing those are two names i would never thought we would put in the same sentence no but- i know but i'm saying like <laughs> those are the people that right. like we want in these positions right. and then this person gets elected and I'm sure he ran on the gay fucking card, 100%. Oh, he ran on the gay card, the Jewish card, the poor card. You're not Jewish. The, um, so many cards he ran on. Well, he on. can't be a drag queen anymore, so. So, well, <laughs> at least not in His Tennessee. His party made sure of that. But, like, <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Like- <laughs> that is facts. 
Facts. Facts. At least not in Tennessee. You know, it's funny because somebody, um, somebody tweeted something, um, I, not to go off course, but somebody tweeted a picture of King Charles the third. <laughs> I think that's his name, right? Yeah. In full like that's coronation garb. And it literally says, you know, in some states dressing like this is illegal. Mainly Tennessee. <laughs> No, I just like it. Just bothers me. Did you like, see? Did you see the meme? Did about, I sweet? Did you see the the meme about Queen Camilla? Uh huh. Oh Lord, have mercy. Hang yeah. in there if you're like a side chick. Uh, yeah, side chicks. There's Anything, still hope. There's Honey, still I've hope. Been a side chick since fifteen. <laughs> but oh my God. So so my thing is this. It's like you know. The, so the entire delegation from that whole Long Island area. Which by the way, if you've never been to New York, there's New York and then there's Long Island. <laughs> Long Island, it's its own like world. Well, there's also New York, Long Island, and then New York State. Right. I it's mean, all very different. Right. And even Staten Island. Yeah. New York State is not the same as New York City. No, that's, no it's not. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Anything, you can run uh, anything a, outside of New York City is upstate New York to a New York. Yeah. And you got to sure, no, You still have Duchess in Westchester no, County. That's, that's upstate New York too. It is not, <laughs> not because I lived in Westchester yeah, for many years. It's not part of the five boroughs. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, I can still go down Broadway and end up in Manhattan. Yeah. Damn it. But, I used to go to Van Cortland Park all the time. I'm sure Missed you did. It. At night to walk in the woods? No, mm-hmm. we used to go to Van Cortland Park and jump the fence and go all pool. Right, the pool uh-huh. the, my mother, oh my God, my mother took us one time and she made us jump the pool and then the cops came and we couldn't get out. We all got arrested. <laughs> Okay. Because we were trespassing into a public, you know. Yeah, we used to do that growing up in New York. All the time. But anyway, back to Back to Santos. Stop being a fucking gay Republican that can't actually. uh, But really, it's not even about being gay. Oh, 100% it's about being gay. (laughs) 100%. He is representing the community terribly. And we have to sit here and talk about how fucking sick we are about this man we are he's representing humanity horribly right but the fact that he's a gay man yeah it's it's it looks bad have you seen him walk you know you you know how fox news is gonna be like "Mm -hmm, this is why we don't have gay people in the fucking congress (laughs) thank god tucker carlson is gone oh he's got a new platform he's launching his new show on twitter that's just gonna fail yeah I hope, so. <laughs> I hope so. No, so here's the thing. So, so as I mentioned before, Long Island, it's its own country. It's its own place. They think differently. They act differently. They speak differently. Like, you know, the LIE and everything else in, in any yeah. of the, the Queens, Brooklyn boroughs of New York is just completely different. Like, literally, you can be in Queens, which is part of Long Island, by the way. Yeah. It's adjacent to the entire little like wing. You have to cross through Long Island City to get to Long Island. Right. <laughs> and then you go through Long Island City and then you get to Jericho and it's a whole new different world. It's yeah. a whole life. Anyway, all of the representatives from those districts in Long Island, which are I think like three or four of them, the entire Republican delegation has been calling for his resignation since they started sitting in Congress. And the Speaker of the House refuses, and leadership refuses to get this man off of, out of Congress, expel him from Congress, because they need his vote. Because without his vote, they no longer have the majority, and they can't pass any legislation at the House level, at least. Uh, And it's tragic. Isn't it uh, 
Yeah, and Robert, uh, Congressman Robert Garcia, he, he he tweeted, "Hey, Speaker McCarthy, when will you bring our resolution to expel George Santos from the floor?" Right. So his own colleagues him, on the Republican him. Party in New York, all of them, are asking for his resignation and have been since he was elected on day one. It's crazy, but here we are. I mean, I think the worst part about this whole thing, outside of the fact that he's a gay man. Being a he's a horrible ass. human. Yeah, no, it's it's how he, he, fucked up he suffers from the, Trump syndrome. No, but how fucked up the two party system is. Yeah. How fucked up is it that somebody won't expel somebody from Congress for actual real shit right. when they have expelled people that have appealed it right. from Congress for standing up for human rights? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, but they, they, sen- they censured Elizabeth. Elizabeth, what, what uh, the congresswoman? No, the senator from um, Massachusetts. Yeah, there was somebody else from uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, she was censured on the Senate floor for trying to read Loretta Scott King's like letter on the floor of the Senate. It's just fucked up. Yeah. So, well, the one good thing about all of this is that since all of these allegations started popping up even way in the beginning before he was federally charged with these 13 criminal charges um he was removed from committees so he has no committee assignments on any of the committees in the house just fucking resign yeah he needs he needs to go so anyway so that was our little indictment party. I get a lot of joy out of um, you know seeing people who do bad things be held accountable. And so I hope they find them guilty, at least on the seven counts. I'll be happy with that. Look, I get joy from it too, but at the same time, why the fuck does it have to be a gay man? Because it was. Just show up for your fucking community, for fuck's sake. Well, I mean, it just, I, I think that just serves to show you that um, it doesn't matter whether you're gay, straight, black, green, blue, purple. I agree with you. There are horrible people I agree everywhere. with you 100%. But the right is going to use this as fire fucking power. Oh, oh of course. And still scapegoat drag queens. I mean, we're still scapegoating drag queens. Sorry, for, Santos. So wash that face off, untuck. Mm. She going to jail. Mm-hmm. Category is jail, jail. bars. <laughs> <laughs> stars and no, stripes. Uh, stars and stripes. Stars and stripes. Oh no. Lord, have mercy! I cannot. Anyway, um, that is going to be for it for our show tonight. So I'm going to toss it over to my children around the table. I love them both dearly, and uh, we'll start with you, Nick. Mama Kim's minute. All right, everybody, here's Mama Kim's minute. Number one, she says, fuck Santos. And number one, actually, nearly one in four teenagers now identify as non-heterosexual. Number two, a high school crowned LGBTQ plus prom king and queen, this man threatened to attack the school. Not sure what that means. I'm going to have to look into that article. Mm. Uh, Number three, trans lawmaker Zoe Zypher proposes to a journal to her journalist girlfriend at a queer prom yes queen i think oh, number nice. two what it meant is that a high school crowned lgbtq plus proming prom king and a queen house and a, a high school crowned oh and, yeah, a and a man then threatened to attack the school yeah that was a terrible title yeah horrible <laughs> like Come on, who who did this i didn't write lgbtq nation.com learn how to title your shit we love you though uh, oh what? Might have I, been an, 
A typo? I think so. Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, Let's retract oh. that. No, 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 no. You copy and pasted that. Oh no, that's right. Okay. A high school. Uh, a no, high I'm school. Talking crowned... about the next segment. It looked oh. like it was cut off, but it's not. It's right. Uh, is that it? I, you know, I was that thinking. That's so about, short. I was thinking that's about. I was, uh, was going to give you a longer one, but I was like, uh, I'll give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jay Burton, take it away. Okay, I guess. On this day in gay history, short and sweet, 1990, UK. Outraged is formed. The British LGBTQ rights group is formed at a meeting with 40 to 50 people. That's it. Wow, I made it. <laughs> it was very confusing because when you look at, when you go on to, by the way, if you guys, I, I think we should mention this. Like we, we we talk about on this day in gay history all the time, but we really don't talk about where Did where you we want this one. Um, Holy, yeah, yeah, that was the other option. Oh okay? my god, it's like two paragraphs long. <laughs> so, but we really never talked about, for example, where we get this this stuff from. So there's an app called Quest, right? And you can download it on the App Store, whether you're on an Apple platform or all of those other ones. And you can get the um, app and literally every day it gives you one, two, maybe three, possibly four, um, you know, historical facts about that day that happened in queer history. And so that's where we get our information. So the app is called Quist and that is Q-U-I-S-T. Download it and share in our On This Day in Gay History extravaganza every week. Uh, But that was today's. So, Short anyway, and sweet. yes, quick. Short and sweet. Jaybird, you're back on. And I guess I will continue. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite devices or web browser as soon as the episode is published. You can also support us on Patreon. With Patreon, your listeners can help to support the show with a pledge donation. The donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Nicholas. All right, everybody. Don't forget, you can get the Future Method today and all other products. All products are doctor-developed, Clean out without hurting your bum. Take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs. And now, increase your stretch goals with the three-piece anal dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum accessory. I fucking hate that word. Today. Yas, queen. All right, Jaybird. All you single ladies. All you single ladies. Time to put a ring on it. And as always... <laughs> Our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social. Oh, sorry. Nick announces you can find us on social media. <laughs> Why? Face- I don't know. Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0. Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, uh, that's right, because we don't do Twitter anymore. If you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website and click on the Contact Us tab, which is located at the top of your web browser. There, you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast, or an individual host, 
so much more. You can also call us and leave us a question via voice message, and we can answer those for you on the show. Oh, I have to swallow. My mouth was so juicy all of a sudden. Uh, just call uh, 334-GAY-TALK, and if you need all those digits, it is 334-429-8255. Don't forget, we do stream live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can access that audio live stream by visiting gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. Ladies and gents, that is our indictment party. I want to thank you all for joining us. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish. Bye.